Welcome to Straight Out of Limitations. I am your host, Colleen Heaton, and today we're talking with a true warrior and my friend, Heather Murphy. Heather has a daughter named Addie, who she is going to introduce us to, and we're going to hear about their life. Hey, Heather, welcome. Thank you for being here today. I know you. Thank you for having me. I know you and I love you, but would you please introduce yourself to our audience? Yes. Um, so my name is Heather Murphy. I am um, a single mama of a beautiful um, CTN MD1 warrior. Um, and I am a coach for soccer, basketball, and football. Um, and I have been coaching the Challenger League this past couple years. If you just kind of do it all. <laughs> I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> yes. Well, Addie is your only, so your pregnancy, during your pregnancy, you didn't have the opportunity to compare it to anything else. When was the first time there was any indication that something might be a little different? Well, so actually my pregnancy, it was a pretty smooth pregnancy. I worked um, up until the day I had her or the day before I had her, um, and then um whenever she was delivered, um, she was not breathing on her own. Um, and so they had to take her up to the NICU. Um, nothing else seemed wrong other than she just needed a little help to breathe. Um, and then after about five days of being in the NICU, we were able to come home. Um, but fast forward to about six months, um, we noticed that she wasn't hitting milestones mm-hmm. like um she should have been so we decided um and thank god for my aunt Kay murphy she is a godsend <laughs> because she actually she's been a teacher so she kind of knows um knows the ins and outs of like kids milestones and where they should be at um and so she was saying well heather i don't I, something something's not right And so we started the process of going to doctor's appointments and trying to figure out we had all these tests done and nothing was coming back um, other than the global developmentally delayed. Right. And where where were you at this time? You weren't in Central Texas, were you? Actually, I was. Yeah. So I actually, I've been in, I I grew up here in Texas or in Waco. um, And then I actually moved away whenever I was in seventh grade. And then I came back. Okay. to care for my grandfather who was sick with dementia and Alzheimer's. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So then, um, and then I got pregnant and I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to set my, my feet down here and this is going to be home. Little did I know <laughs> that I would have a special needs kid who this would be the best place for her um, in my opinion, yes. because I know that other places are not, they're not as accessible and don't have all of the stuff that Central Texas has. Yes. So this is our home and this is where we're going to be. <laughs> well, I, I am so glad 
when when did the the actual diagnosis come? How old was she? So she was, um, there was a lot of stuff going on that um, we had insurance issues and we had to um, kind of figure out how to get this test done. Um, It's called the whole exome sequencing test, um, which basically that means that they look at all of the genes in in myself and my daughter um, to see what exactly is going on. And she was probably, I would say, a little over two um, because we found out in September um, that she that she had what's called CTNMB1. So she has a, um, a form shift on the CTNMB1 gene. So basically what that means is a lot of the kids who have CT and MB1, they mirror a lot of cerebral palsy. Okay. But the crazy thing is, is when we had the cerebral palsy test done and all of that, they said, no, she doesn't have palsy, no form of palsy. So um, when we found that out, she was about, or she had just turned two in July and we found out in September. And so then we kind of, the, doctors basically told us we are not sure what you can do um but with research and everything like that on my end um I found out that there was only about um when she got diagnosed about 80 kids who had in the whole entire world who had this um syndrome and now it's up to sorry go ahead there just happens to be another family in Central Texas involved with no limitations, and that's so odd. Yes. So um, I actually am on this Facebook page for CTNMB1 parents, and I just put it out there because I was like, I'm just going to see. I don't know if anybody is going to be close to me, but I'm just going to see. Well, I found out that Marlena Robinson, she is another CTNMB1 mama who lived, at the time, lived in the Colleen area. And I thought it was so cool. And so then I started talking to her about coming and being a part of No Limitations. And we just, we hooked up. Uh, we went to a movie together. We took the kids to, to play together and everything like that. And it's, it's really kind of cool to see other parents who are going through the same thing and they understand, but yet being so close to home too. Right. When, when it's as rare as it is yes yes very much so what is what is a typical day like for you and Addie well so it's it's kind of normal um I wake we wake up um and Addie goes to school at Midway um at Woodway Elementary and she is definitely not a morning person (laughs) (laughs) so our biggest our biggest struggle is morning time um, she hates to get up, but once we get to school, she's happy. She's go lucky and her, you know, happy self. Um, but whenever, or after school, she goes to, um, the arc cause I work a full-time job. Okay. So I work from eight to five. So she has to have some sort of after school program. So, um, the people at the arc are, are awesome. Um, and they take good care of her and she goes there and then. We actually, whenever I pick her up after I get off work, 
we try to find some sort of fun to do around town. Okay. Um, so mainly it's, it's just playgrounds that we find. Um, it's not, not all of them are accessible for her. So she gets kind of sad that she can only, you know, get on certain parts of the, of the playgrounds, but, um, she has a blast. She's living her best life and you're yes, her chauffeur. Is. Yes. God, I'm just, it's Addie's world and I'm just living in it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All of us are just along for the ride. Addie is in yes. charge. Yes. With her diagnosis, what are the biggest limitations that she faces from day to day? Um, so I, I don't like putting limitations on, on us. Um, because if I feel like there's a limitation, I don't, I want to figure out how we can get around it um, and still do what other kids do. Um, obviously, it's, it's hard, um, but sometimes, you know, when we're out and about and Addie has a look down or something like that, um, people don't understand that it's, she's just overstimulated. So she has a breakdown. She'll start crying in the middle in the middle of the store, and everybody thinks she's just a bad kid. Or you know, um, I need to not punish her, but um, discipline her. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. Everybody that... thinks I should just. Yeah, everybody thinks I should just discipline her, but really, ha being a mom of a kid with special needs, it's it, it's hard to discipline like all the other kids because it doesn't it doesn't work she doesn't process it like other kids do and she's not throwing a fit she's not angry she's not mad she's overstimulated she is struggling yes. and maybe someday the world will will understand that a little bit yes. better I I hope that I for you I sure hope so <laughs> yes yes well, so my next question was going to be, what can the community do to help remove those limitations? But obviously one of them is mind your business and let yes. mamas yes. take care of their children. Yes. So what I've, what I've started to do is, um, because I know how, how it feels to be like all eyes on me whenever she's having this meltdown. So if I see another mom, you know, just going through it and the kids crying she's frustrated or whatever, I'll take, I'll take my time out and go over there and say, Hey mama, you're just doing, you're doing a great job. I love and that. And sometimes it's, it's the little things like that because I want somebody to do that for me because I don't, I don't want to sit there and feel like I'm bothering everybody. I want to feel like, okay, you know, it's okay. It's okay for my kids to, to be like this. It's okay for her to be overstimulated and processing everything because she doesn't process like other kids do. Um, so it, it, it always feels good just saying those words or hearing those words of you're doing a great job. Girl, you are doing a great job. Oh, thank you, Colleen. <laughs> um, what, how did you learn about No Limitations? What brought you in to our community? So actually, um, funny story. <laughs> um, so me and a couple family, family friends and my aunt, we were all, um, at La Fiesta one night and, um, 
they actually were, we were just sitting there, we were having a great time. And then Lindsay comes over, Lindsay Castillo, um, and says, Hey, you know, I heard about Addie. You should really, you should really get into no limitations. And at the time Addie was three, Mm -hmm. so she couldn't, she couldn't participate in anything yet, but I followed the page and I, you know, saw all the videos and everything like that. And I was so excited, um, to get her in there. And then Maria came over because Maria just happened to be there eating dinner. Um, was one of the coaches. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and she was telling me, she's like, yes, please, please. We would love to have her. We would love to have her. So right when she was able to turn or when she turned four and she was able to start playing, I signed her up for everything. (laughs) And what a whirlwind it's been. She has, she has embraced her inner athlete and she's, she's social and so happy and so active. So in the last um, three to four years, what changes have you seen in her physically? So whenever we started, whenever we started No Limitations, um, she, I had a medical stroller for her um, because she was not able to walk. Um, I didn't want her to have a wheelchair um, because I wanted her to be able to have that freedom at some point. Um, granted, I didn't know if she was going to, um, but I didn't want to put that limitation on her because 50% of the kids walk. 50% of the kids don't walk. Yes. So I wanted her to be a part of that 50% that did walk. Yes. Um, so we started out with just the stroller um, and we've gone from the stroller to a gait trainer. Um, and now we are this upcoming year. She will be no equipment whatsoever on that field. Um, and she'll be running up and down and running drills and everything like that. So um, it's been, it's been a whirlwind, um, but I'm lucky to have no limitations because it, it not only provides a community for Addie, but it also provides a community for us parents too, that, you know, stuff that I had no idea about. Some of those parents have come in there and they've or come to me and said, Hey, try this or try that or do this or do that. And, and it's really nice to be able to bounce ideas off of other parents who just get it. Yes, you know, it, the the community that uh, has grown is yeah. a, a byproduct, but it it is one of the most loving, beautiful, supportive communities, and I'm so happy that that you moms, you families have each other. And yeah. Addie, I, when I describe Addie, I say she still isn't walking; she's running. She oh runs, yeah, oh, she runs definitely. everywhere. <laughs> most definitely (laughs) when when I think of Addie I think of her running and I hear her giggle and (laughs) all is right with the world yes so it makes everything all worth it (laughs) yes and so you brought Addie in to participate as an athlete and you came on as a coach so tell us from your perspective um, not just what it's done for Addie but what it's done for you being involved so being a coach is the most rewarding thing um, I've ever done besides being a mother. Um, it Being able to build those friendships with the kids and seeing those kids every week 
um, is and the smiles that being out there on the field and they're just another regular kid, you know, um, for that time, it is the most rewarding experience that I get to be a part of. And I'm so grateful that I get to be a part of it. Um, because I, I, I can't put into words how much it means to see those kids smile yes. when maybe they wouldn't get that chance if we weren't around or if no limitations wasn't around. Right. Um, it, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> what, what has been your favorite event or memory so far that the two of y'all have been involved in? So I really like the, um, and I know Addie does too, because she loves being on the football field, but um, she loves to run up and down the football field <laughs> at D1. <laughs> um, and she is, well, like you said, she's a runner. She, she doesn't stop very often. And when she's, you know, when we do try to stop her, she's, um, a little angry about it, but you know, that's beside the point. <laughs> when, when we first added flag football and cheer, we, we played that, that first season in the gym at Central United Methodist Church and it worked. Mm. It was great. But Kevin over at D1 saw us and he reached out and he said, you don't play football in a gym. You play football on turf. And since then, he has opened up D1 on Saturdays in January and February for us to play. And he has never asked for any money, any recognition, anything. And his staff come in on those Saturdays. They're incredible. Yes, they come in on those Saturdays and act as No Limitations coaches and pals and they have just made it the full football experience and things shifted in no limitations when that started it it got a lot more attention because yeah. this legitimately looks like a football game so let me stop and look yeah. what's going on and yeah. <laughs> so we are forever grateful to to Kevin and and his staff there at D1 oh, most definitely yeah and last Saturday, you volunteered at the Bear Ridge Open. Our seventh, yes. It was our seventh annual golf tournament. You've been to some in the past, but something made this one even more special. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, so the golf tournament, it was just an incredible experience just to be able to see all of the sponsors and people coming together to help our kids um you know sometimes I'm gonna start crying <laughs> um sometimes it's 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 really lonely to be a mom of a special needs kid um and sometimes we may feel like we don't have that support or we you know people don't get it but to see all of those companies and all of those people come together just to raise money for such an amazing organization um, it, it, I can't put into words how thankful, um, we are for those people and the, their giving hearts, um, because that, that's what makes, that's what makes no limitations, no limitations, yes. you know, is, is being able to have that, um, the sponsorships and the, the support from the community. Um, it makes 
it makes our lives just a little bit better knowing that um, there's people out there who support not only our kids, but us too yes. um, as parents. So well, it's, it, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Have you heard the final count on how many golfers we had? Yeah. So, well, I don't know the, how many golfers we had, but I know we had tw- 27 groups in the first flight and then 22 groups in the second flight. We, and that is the biggest, right, that we've yes, ever had. By far. We had 182 golfers. Oh, my goodness. What that if, is incredible. If you could stand in front of each one of them, and the sponsors that were there that day and the sponsors that um, just did underwriting and didn't have a presence that day. What would you say to them? Um, I would say thank you. Um, Thank you for making smiles happen for our kiddos, um, for giving us a space that we all felt feel welcome. not just the kids, but as, as parents too. Um, thank you for giving us a chance or giving our kiddos a chance to be part of a group sport um, when they probably normally wouldn't be able to. Um, and just thank you for being incredible human beings and being there for our kids and, and coming out and just supporting, supporting us and our kids. And, and what would you like for the rest of the world to know about accessibility and inclusion? So uh, what I would like the world to know is that everybody has the right to access everything. So I want everybody to know that, that we all have a right, no matter if we're on wheels or not. Um, we have a right to be able to access anything in this world. Um, we all are different, um, but we all, I I believe all want the same thing and that's just love and kindness. And even if it's just a small, you're doing a great job or just, you know, shaking the hand of one of our kiddos, um, just that small little gesture can make the world of difference in somebody's life. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we all have a right to access to life, whatever that looks yes. like for us. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it may be different for everybody, but we all have that, we all have that right. Yes. Well, what, yeah. does, what does the future look like for you and Addie? So the future, is, I, I think, is bright. Um, especially since City and both came to town. <laughs> yes, that's very <laughs> um, exciting. Shop. Yes. Because, yes. um, you know, I'm a forward thinker. So I like to prepare and I like to kind of figure out what's going to happen. Um, and I was worried at one point about employment for Addie because there wasn't much around Waco. But now that Biddy and Bose has come to town, um, I'm excited for Addie to be a part of it. Um, whenever, of course, whenever she gets of age, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm excited for her to be able to experience that, you know, going to work and having a schedule and being able to interact with everybody, um, from the community that comes in. Um, and she's able to 
kind of know what it's like to have a job um, when before I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Now I have, now I have a lot of comfort within me knowing that that is available for her. Yes. And hopefully by the time she is of employment age, there will be more businesses. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Well, I, I, I pray, I pray that something like that happens. <laughs> yes. I want to say a personal thank you to Mark and Amy Sauer and Grace Casper yes. and Biddy and Bose for coming to Waco. And I'm very excited about the impact that I know they're going to have on the entire yes. community. Yes. Do you have anything else that we haven't talked about that you'd like to address? Um, I don't, I don't think so. No, I think I just, I, I just want the world to be, you know, a little bit kinder um, because you never know what other people are going through. Absolutely. So, yeah. And sometimes when I see someone being a jerk, that is um, a challenge to me to be even nicer and yes. to, to maybe balance the universe out a little bit. And um, I tell you what, I just, I love you. I love Addie. And I can't imagine no. my world without y'all in it. I, I, I agree with that. I, I don't know where we would be without you, Colleen. You're, you're an incredible, not just uh, an, a, somebody who has helped my child, but I consider you a friend, and I'm so grateful to be able to call you a friend. Yes, and if you were here in the studio right now, I'm sure we would both be crying and hugging. Oh, yeah, most definitely, most <laughs> <Yes>. definitely. <laughs> okay, well, I thank you for taking your lunch time to, to talk to us, and I'll let you get back yes, to thank work. thank you for having me. And hug Addie for me, and I will see you soon. Yes, I can't wait. I'll see you soon. All right. You are a warrior mom, and you and Addie keep living that no limitations life. Always, always. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for Straight Out of Limitations. Colleen Heaton, director of No Limitations, a unique nonprofit in Central Texas offering free adaptive sports and inclusive social activities to the special needs community. Straight Out of Limitations is made possible by Rogue Media Network. RogueMediaNetwork.com. You can find this podcast and many more wherever you get your podcasts iTunes, Spotify, and the like. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share us with all your friends. For info on how you can become a No Limitations athlete or volunteer, check out our website, nolimitationswaco.com, or connect with us on social media, No Limitations Waco on Facebook, or No Limitations Texas on Instagram. Special thanks to Titus for the use of his song, No Limitations. It's a different day, you know what can I say, and I've been patient, yeah, but anyway.